Welcome to the Positively You podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Larson, and I'm passionate about helping you shift the way you think so you can create a life you're absolutely obsessed with. Each week, I'll be bringing you a guest or a thought that's going to help you feel more optimistic and equipped to take real action. Get ready to push past limiting beliefs, ditch that negativity, and start showing up as the best and most positive version of you. Girl, let's do this. All right, Andy is my guest today, and I'm so excited to have her on. The first time me and Andy hung out in person, we talked for hours and hours and hours, and just one of those like people that I just connected with instantly. So of course, I wanted to bring Andy on and share her with you. So thanks, Andy. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for having me, Jesse. Absolutely. Okay. So I have followed you and been friends with you for a little while in the online world, but do you want to give a little introduction to who you are? Kind of like where you got started, where you kind of came from, just like a little background into who you are. Uh, sure. That's also a little <laughs> I know, right? How did I get here? That's a really good question for us all to ask. Uh, so I started blogging back in 2013 to kind of share my journey and my story of how I lost weight. Um, at my heaviest, I was 170 pounds. And for someone who's like five, two and a teeth build, that was, I, I, it was, it was a not a healthy weight for me to be at. And I got to this point where I was tired all the time. I didn't have any energy. I did not like who I was in the mirror. And I, just was done, done, not liking who I was. So I decided that I was going to get fit and get healthy and I lost, um, 30 pounds and I was on this journey of learning what works. There's so much information out there and it's overwhelming and all consuming. One site will say one thing, one site will say another thing. So I really wanted to share my journey and simplify the process and make it easy for people to not only lose the weight, but have it become a part of who they are and really enjoy health and wellness and enjoying being healthier and a happier version of themselves. And that came through, not only did I lose the weight because yes, that's important because I needed that for my own health, but I, I gained more confidence in myself and who I was in this process and it was more than just losing the weight. It was more like this learning that I was meant for more and that I was to actually show up in the world in a different way and to share what I've learned. And that is what I love sharing with people and helping them see that in themselves. Uh, I always say my superpowers is I see superpowers in other people. <laughs> you know what? And I love that superpower so much. And I feel like that's something that I am really good at too. So that might be another reason why we connect so well. But in sharing your story, I, I just got thinking about how many times I've heard like a similar thing of it started with weight loss. It started with, I didn't feel healthy. I needed to lose weight. And then it gets so much deeper. Like, it's almost like, that's just like the little like tipping point to like push you to do something. And then it becomes this bigger journey, like so much deeper. I always say that typically when you have a, an excessive amount of weight that you need to lose, it's because you've got stuff underneath that needs healing because you're trying to hide yourself from the world with this weight. 
Um, that can be abuse. That can be the stories that you told yourself. The, so much conditioning and so much weight is actually in that weight that you're carrying on your human peen. So if we can get in and heal and talk about what actually is causing the weight gain and not just you're overeating, you're not taking care of yourself. There's actually usually a story there that has got, especially when it's an excessive amount of weight. Um, there's usually something there that has put you into that place. And I love diving deep with my clients and helping them figure out what that is so they can get healing and, uh, and let it go. And for me, I was abused as a kid and that really put me in a place where I didn't want to be seen or sexualized. So I put on this weight and it wasn't until I was able to let that pain go and know it was safe to be seen that I was able to really let that weight go and then step in back into my sexuality in a safe place. Yeah. And that makes so much sense. And I think it's just one of those things where like the weight, if that's what it is. Right. And, you know, I think a lot of us struggle with that or a lot of us struggle with just not feeling comfortable in our own skin or confident in our own skin. It doesn't matter if it's an excessive amount of weight or if it's just, we just don't feel good. Right. Right. But, but yeah, that like, it's like this just deeper thing. And I loved what you said at the beginning. Well, I didn't love that you said you didn't like yourself, but (laughs) how do you feel about yourself now? I love who I am and I have gained some of that weight back and I lost that weight again, but it, to me, it's not about a weight anymore. It's, I love who I am and I do the things I wear, I work out and I eat healthy, not because I'm trying to look a certain way or, you know, be smoking or anything like that. It's because I love myself and I want to take care of this human body that I've been given. And it's more out of responsibility and because of love, just think about the way that you treat your kids. You're not going to feed them garbage all day. You're going to make sure they get the vegetables. You're going to make sure they move. You're going to make sure you take care of them and nourish them so that they can grow and be healthier. And that's the love that you need to show yourself. And that is a place that I've shifted to is I now nourish myself. If I need a nap, I take a nap. If I need to run really hard today, because that's what I, my, my being needs, that's what I do. I just have become more in tune with what my body needs. And I really don't care what the outcome is because I'm coming out of these things from a place of love. Yeah. You know, what's so funny about that. What's so funny is it's, so easy to see that and apply it in other people like our kids, right? Most of the people here listening are moms. Right. And just like you said, we don't feed our kids vegetables to be like your body's awful and you need this vegetable, right? Like we feed them. Cause we're like, this is good for you. This is going to help you. Like, and same thing with like, you need a nap. Like you're seeming very ornery. Like you probably need some extra sleep. Like it's so easy to see how we can give that love and support to our children or people in our family or even our friends. But then like, I don't know why it's so hard to like flip that mirror around on ourselves to be like, actually, no, you don't like why we can't do that. Like there's such a disconnect with being able to offer that love to everyone else. But then when we do it to ourselves, it's like out of such a different place. Like it comes from not love. It comes from like shame or you need to be better or you're not good enough or, you know, all of these, it's just so funny because it's there in us. We have the capacity to be able to do that because we're doing it all day long for other people, but getting that shift to be able to do it to ourselves is like, I don't know why it's so tricky. 
I think um, our inner mean girl is a bee yes, and <laughs> nonstop. And if I, you know, as I went on this journey, I'm much better with it now. I mean, she still shows up from time to time. Like she's still there. My inner Regina George, she's still there. But like, for the most part, like I've been able to quiet her and understand, okay, that's what you're saying. But where is that coming from? Is it because yeah. I'm fearful? Is it because I'm afraid? What, why are you so, why are you so mean about this? Or what are like, I ask questions when she shows up, I get curious as to why these thoughts are coming in. I dive deep and I ask, okay, all right. You're saying this to me, but why, why is this fear? Why is this, why am I being triggered by what this person's saying that I feel insecure or that I feel small or whatever it is that shows up? There's usually a reason or something I need to look at in myself when she shows up yeah. and I ask her questions and I get curious, um, when she decides to show up, but before when she rained the party, like I would have probably punched myself in the face by the things I was saying to myself. Like I was mean to myself. Yeah. So mean. I like, if I treated myself like others, the way I treated myself, I would have no friends. Mo- and I think oh, most of us can totally relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question for you then when we're putting the brakes on, you know, for like, okay, I got real, like Regina George has taken up residence in my brain and she needs to go. Like, how do we, do you have any like tips on how you pump the brakes on that mean girl? Or you said you ask yourself a lot of questions. Do you have a couple questions that are like common ones that keep coming up that you're like, all right, we got to ask ourselves this question again are like, if I'm starting, you know what I mean? Like if I'm starting at the beginning. Okay. So if you're starting at the very beginning and you're dealing with Regina Jordan, she's strong. Um, the best thing I can do is, um, what I tell my clients is okay. So imagine that those things that you're saying to yourself, you're saying to, I want you to envision your daughter, your son, somebody you love very deeply that you are saying those things to them. How quick would you stop? Yeah. Immediately. So you, I want you to reframe and pretend like those things that you're saying to yourself, you're saying to someone that you like deeply love. Okay. And that will stop you pretty damn quick. And if you can then say a few things that you do love about yourself and get yourself back to love quicker. And for some of us at that time in our lives, when we're really starting to make that shift, it's going to be simple stuff. Like I'm a good mom or I'm a good human or I'm kind. Cause it's going to be harder for you to say something like I'm powerful. I'm strong. I'm beautiful. Cause you're not there yet. Yeah. And it might have to be outer stuff. Like, um, I have pretty eyes or whatever it is that you feel good about yourself. Um, I would encourage you to like you know, write down all the things you are confident with in yourself. You're a good mom. I'm a good wife. I do these things. And I'm, you know, I'm a good on the PTA board or whatever it is that you feel confident in and go to that list when you need that shift to love. Yeah. But first pretend like you're, you're saying those things to someone you love. Cause that will, that is a really quick trigger switch to get you away from that, from pointing at yourself, because there's no way that you're going to say those things to somebody you love. 
I mean, oh, absolutely. I'm sure there are some moms out there that would, but we're not those women. I'm pretty sure anybody listening to your podcast is not there. <laughs> exactly. Right. And, and as you were saying that, you know, that's something I do a lot too, is I try to like separate myself from me, like step outside and have it be an outside thing. And as you were saying that, I kind of got thinking, I'm like, or say it out loud because how many times are our mean thoughts? They're just like in our head. Like we don't say them, but like, if you were to stand in the mirror and actually say it out loud, you'd probably be like, whoa, (laughs) bump the brakes. That was rude. But when it's just this like running dialogue that nobody double checks, you know, it can go rampant. So I love the idea of picturing you saying it to somebody else, but also like not to like lean into it, but like maybe say it out loud and see how that feels and be like, Ouch. Right. And, <laughs> and like putting a voice to it yeah. and like writing it out and then burning it. Yeah. Like putting a voice to the craziest, wildest things that are in your head, just getting them out and looking at them from a completely scientific you know, observant point, like what is showing up when I like, I let myself go full force into negativity. What am I seeing? Yeah. And there can be some really important things and themes that you're seeing that can help you make some serious shifts when you just let it all out. And cause you know, when you say, when you're like, when you have your children and they're scared and they're scared of something in the closet, as soon as you shine a light in there and you're like, look, hon, there's nothing in there to be scared of. It's totally fine. Cause you shine the light on it. Yes. We can do the same, same things with those thoughts and fears inside our head by shining light on them and letting them be seen because then the power goes away. They no right. longer have power over you because you're seeing them. Yeah. I think that that's actually really huge because yeah, the things that we keep secret and the things that we keep dark and locked away in that closet where it's just building and building, but shining the light on it and to get away from the metaphor. I mean, I love analogies and metaphors, but to get actually practical, how do you shine the light on that? Like, what are some of the things like the very tactical and practical things you can do to shine that light on it? Because I think a lot of us are living, you know, where it's just that dialogue that's just running, where we're not like checking ourselves and what do we do in actual real life to shine the light? Um, the best thing you can do is just um, spend some time journaling. And I, I really encourage free form journaling where there's no structure. There's no just, um, and it's really good to do when you're in a space of receiving and opening. So like after meditation and when you are kind of in a clearer space, I'm just saying, okay. What do I hate about myself? What do I not want to see and view in my life? What am I hiding? And ask those kind of questions and just write. Yeah. And see what comes up. I think asking questions is huge. So huge. So huge. And something that I love that you've been doing is your daily prompts on Instagram. Um, like I, I even like message you. I'm like, will you please put those somewhere? Because if I miss a day, 
And it is, it's just a quick little question that gets you thinking and prompts like that are helpful because it's a question that gets you thinking while you're training yourself. If asking yourself questions and getting curious with yourself is a new practice for you, it can be kind of like you pull out your journal and you're like, and there's nothing like my mind is blank. And, and so those are helpful for getting started, for getting like practice of like, okay, now let's get these thoughts flowing. And then from there, like different thoughts can trigger and can come up. And so I love that you're doing that because it really is like opening. It's like a stepping stone for getting aware with ourselves and being able to question ourselves more. Cause a lot of us aren't used to doing that. You know, we've just been living on like autopilot and going with the flow and like staying busy and we're not connected and in tune with ourselves. And I think that's, you know, when we start doing that, it can be a little bit scary. We might not know where to start. So I love the idea of journaling and the idea of meditation and just doing like these little things where you start to get to know yourself a little bit more. There's so much power and asking yourself questions and getting to know, because every bit of bit of you is magical and powerful. And there's so much goodness and all of you, you are in every single human is a big deal. We all are. We're all amazing big deals, but sometimes we shove the darker sides of ourselves and we don't look at that part of ourselves. And sometimes there's gold there. If we let that side of ourselves out that we've repressed, usually the things that we've repressed the most in ourselves are actually the things that are, that are our power sources that are the most important parts of us that we need to share with the world because that's why we were here. It's that part of our darkness, our story in that dark that we're meant to share, shine light on and share with the world. Um, and so really paying attention and getting deep and asking these questions and doing the, I think the spiritual community calls it shadow work. Um, but really like there's lots to be learned there and diving into these areas of yourself that you haven't talked about or you haven't looked at it's transformative. And that's how your life will shift and change is looking at these stories that you buried in yourself. Yeah. I love that. And, you know, okay. I want to, along the same line, but shifting a little bit, do you think, I want to know your opinion on shoulds, because I think that's where we get a lot of the stuff that's buried is because we're living in a land of should, right? Oh yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We live in a should world. You right. should do this. You should do that. But I guarantee you, all of us on this planet, we're not born to should. No, we we're not. We were meant to be the most beautiful, exquisite version of God in this world and our own beautiful way. There's no shows. Yeah. Everything Can is we I all mean- just like can we all just like pledge right now, everyone? Like we're not shooting anymore. We're not shooting this place. <laughs> and that's so a, that's a t-shirt idea. If you just if you did one thing to shift your life in 2022, is that you gave yourself permission to release yourself from all shoulds, societal shoulds you know, religious shoulds, whatever it is that you put yourself in a box and you've contained yourself in this box. And if you you freed yourself of all the shoulds and you really got intentional and listened to your soul and what your soul wants to do, 
and you listened to only that and not what anyone else told you you should do, if everyone did that, what amazing world we would live in. Yeah, absolutely. And that can be really hard. And I think, again, that's where asking yourself a question could be really dynamite. If you've got somewhere you're like, well, I should do that, or I should have done that. That's when you say, well, why? Right. Yeah. And then you and can dive like really deep into that. They're really deep. And then also pay attention to how you feel. Yeah. Listen to your inner guidance. Every single person on this planet has a way to connect with our soul, whether that be through a gut feeling or an emotional feeling we all fill and connect in different ways with ourselves. And if you can figure out what your guidance system is and what it looks like and how you feel a yes or a no, then you can free yourself of those should because you know, you know what you're supposed to do. Not from what t- someone's telling you to do. It's what you know you are meant to do and what you're built to do. It has nothing to do with someone's telling you. Yeah. Along with shoulds, Okay. What do you feel about, what do you feel about timelines? Cause I think that's something too, where we feel like, well, you know, I can't do it right now because of this, either like limitations on our time or thinking we're too late or thinking like, you know, all of these things that keep us from stepping into like what we really want to do, like the obstacles and the excuses we give ourselves. How do we combat that? That is a really good question. I think about that for a second. Um, I'm still trying to work through it myself. So (laughs) I mean, that's what we're all here for, right? Is these, so there are things in our life that we're going to call to us to be done at a certain time. And you're going to feel within your soul, like this is what I need to be doing right now. Or it's not there. Someone might be asking you like, oh, I want to do this. And you'll know like, oh, that's not the right time for me. So it goes back to really listening to yourself. And the one thing I do want to free everybody who's listening to this podcast from is somebody else's timeline for your life. Mm -hmm. There is no timeline for your life. There's no right or wrong way to be a human. There's nothing. There's no shoulds. There's no timeline you have to follow. You don't have to be married by a certain age. You don't have to have kids by a certain age. You are your own expression of who you're meant to be. And you're right on time. Yeah. Like I can look back at my life and I can be really, I can get really bitter at that. I played out that part of my life for so long where it felt like I felt really constrained or it didn't feel like I was living in who I was meant to be. And I can get better and I can get mad at myself, but all those things that I did that may have been wrong choices or right choices. There's no right or wrong on any of that because that led me to where I'm to be now. Yeah. It all happened into fine timing. I can get back, look back and get mad or I'm like, Oh, I wish I would have done a different, but then I wouldn't have had the lesson. Exactly. You know, Andy, when I'm talking to you, the feeling that I just get is so much like freedom, like, so much light. And I I like just, it just feels light and airy and free and like refreshing. (laughs) And it's almost like, yeah, like if you can let these go, if you can let the shoulds go, if you can let the timelines go, if you can let even the regret go, like you were just saying, like, oh, I wish they would have done this differently. Like if you can just kind of, and easier said than done, hi, or else we wouldn't even be having this conversation, but like letting go of all of the like, 
shackles and rules and restraints and coulds and shoulds and woulds and timelines. And like, yeah, like I said, easier said than done, but if bit by bit, you can just slowly start shedding some of these things. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) So a few years ago, I think it was right about 2020. I kept having this reoccurring dream where I was jumping off a cliff and like shackles and balls and chains were like breaking off my arms and I jumped and I flew and I let go of everything that I had known and I just jumped. And in so many ways, that dream has come true over the last years that I have let go of things that I thought I knew because I started following what I felt and what my heart was telling me, not what people told me I should do. Yeah. And when I stopped listening to everyone else and what they thought I needed to be and how I needed to show up in this world, and I let go of all of that. I basically unlearned everything I had learned all in all my 40 years of life. And I, and I gave my permission to myself to let it all go and to allow what was actually true and what was actually me to come back to me. And I held on to those things that were actually a part of who I was. And it has given me such freedom because I didn't hold on to anything because I felt like I should, or I had to, or that was the right thing I should be doing. And that is the only right way to do things. And I allowed myself to open my mind to whatever the universe wanted to show me. Yeah. And, and like how much brighter and like vibrant are you living now? I'm so much more in alignment with who I know I'm meant to be and opportunities and people are being guided to me like they've never been before. And like, it's just so crazy when you open yourself up and you say, okay, I'm, I am a control freak. I don't know if you know that about me, but I (laughs) like, it's hilarious. I'll go to like my massage to get a massage or get my nails done. And they're like, relax, you need to relax. I like slap my hand to like relax my hand or my massage therapist will be like, will you, like, you don't need to help me like let go. (laughs) It's really hard for me to like, let go and to relax and to trust. That is a paradigm of my life. But the one thing that the universe, God, whatever you want to call it has shown me in the last couple of years is that I need to surrender and trust the plan that is being placed and the timeline that I'm being placed on and to let go. And that, and I, when I embraced that fully and just said, okay, I trust, I trust that I am going to show it with all, like, I don't know. Are you familiar with the tarot cards? A little bit. Yeah. Okay. So there's the tarot card that is the tower. And I've gone and have gotten a couple of readings just for fun. Cause I'm super, like, I'm super curious as well. And single time, do you know what Dean card shows up for me? The tower. And that is like your entire life collapsing around you with a rebirth and a new story emerging. And so I am fully surrendering to that, that my life has completely blown up in so many ways. Um, for those of you who have followed me for a while and 
um, know that I had an Instagram account with over 48,000 followers and it was a big part of my um, income and it burnt around <laughs> um, and I was politely, uh, I don't know, politely, I don't even know what happened to it. I just got booted. I think I said something, something too much about natural immunity and they didn't like that. Um, so <laughs> yeah, so I've had to reinvent myself in so many ways over the past couple of years. And it's just, it's kind of comical that I'm like, oh, yep, there it is. <laughs> the tower, yeah. letting my life burn around me. Tower's just going to keep sneaking itself into that deck for you. Yep. Yep. That's my thing. I just keep coming out of the ashes. So I'm curious though, knowing that you said it, it showed up a couple of times. The first time was that one of those things where you resisted it. And then after it kept showing up, you're like, okay, fine. We'll lean into this. Or were you always kind of like, by the time I actually allowed myself to go see somebody who was reading tarot cards, I pretty much, that's true. open to anything at that point. So it was just kind of a confirmation that yes, I was letting go of anything that I felt was holding me back or that didn't feel in alignment with who I truly was. And I mean, if you're open enough to something like that, then you're pretty open. That's true. And I like the word alignment that you keep using. And I, I think of like the opposite, which is kind of like a resistance or like things that aren't, aren't lining up. right? Right. And I think if you can do that, if you can take the idea of being fully immersed in something and just going with it, like, you know, situations are going to come up that are out of our control and, you know, we're going to be in circumstances that we don't want to be in, that we want to try to get out of. And a lot of times, the more we force ourselves, this is just my experience, the more we force ourselves to be like, no, 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 I hate this. I don't want to do this. That like level of suffering, like skyrockets. Oh yeah. But as soon as I can be like, all right, this is where we're at. This sucks really bad. And I don't want to be here, but like, this is where we're at. So what can I learn? How can I help someone else through it? Like all these different things. When you like lower that guard and that resistance and just kind of like let things flow again, like, it's so interesting how language helps us too. like all of these words, like light and release and flow. And like, you can just feel it in your body too. Like you feel better yet. All of us sit here and resist it more and then cause ourselves more pain and suffering. So. And I think the resistance comes because we're living it. We're continuing to live in a place where we should do things, or we're trying to confine ourselves to a box that society, our parents, our conditioning has placed us in. And if we can step outside that box and push out anything that we have confined ourselves to, then we can, it's easier for us to step into alignment because we're pushing aside that resistance of what we think we are supposed to be doing or what we've been told throughout our lives. There's so like, it's when I dive deep with people, I love learning about the stories that they have held since their childhood. Because so many of how we're showing up as an adult are things that we held on to from when we were children and these wounds and these stories are just not true. But as a kid, we were told that. So we just assumed it was true. And so even like letting go of all those stories we told ourselves or that we were told as children, Like, it's just, it's such a magical process when we really just get real with ourselves. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. So, okay. We're at the point where we have let go of stories. Now we've kind of dived with ourselves, asked some good questions, processed some things, called out our Regina George. What about, (laughs) what about now? Like moving forward, like writing our story right now, we've kind of like processed the old story, but how are we, how do you move forward? Like, and write our own story without leaning into control. Right. Cause I think that can be the next thing. Like you've processed everything and be like, and now I'm going to do it this way. And it's still control. So how do we, you know, this is the best news and this super exciting part of being about being a human. If you can write all that chaos, cause we are the creator of our own life, right? Whether we create chaos or out of, you know, we, this, we can now take that energy we use to create chaos and all these ter- not necessarily terrible because they were all learning experiences, right? But we can now shift that energy. If you're a warrior, that means you have a really active imagination. And that's a good thing because you can now take that energy of it, um, imagination and take that and start imagining what you want your life to look like. And it's not about putting control of it, it has to look a certain way. I mean, definitely like I want a house that has five bedrooms and like you put energy into that's called manifesting. That's good, but you still need to allow yourself as you're creating this new world for yourself, spend time like, okay, I want my, my marriage looks like this, but I want it to look like this. Start writing about how you want your marriage to look and feel like, and start living in that a little bit every day. When I started doing that with my own marriage, I mean, Kelly and I've always had a really good relationship. We're just really good friends, but there were things that I wanted more of right. in a relationship. So I really started focusing on what I wanted our marriage to look like. And so things, things that I never thought would shift in him. Like I was like, oh, it's, it's never going to happen. Like he's never going to change. And then like he would it respond to that energy that I was putting out there every day and like he would constantly surprise me with it, these shifts and ahas that he would have on his own because I was starting to see him in a different light and what I wanted our marriage to look like in a completely like different light. And then do the same thing with like your business or your relationship with your children or like every aspect of your, like, what do you want your physicality to look like? What do you want to your body to look like? What do you want your your relationship with your body to look like. And you start building these parts of your lives and writing a new story and just living in the emotions, the joy, the excitement of what that looks like for you. And you just live in it a little bit every day and you will start to see momentum shift in what you're creating. It's so fun when people turn on to this energy of that they're able to create and make changes in their life. It's I, I love it because I'm like, they're like, guess what? I wanted to make an extra 500 bucks a week. And I didn't know I was, how it was going to happen. And then they would be like, I'm like, okay, just like, think about it. Like, how can I bring in five extra hundred bucks dollars? Or what is it going to feel like if that money shows up? And they'll be like, you will not believe this. I got a check for $500 from this thing that I did six years ago. And all of a sudden just show, like, it's, these stories are amazing. Like when people wake up and they start to become creators in their own lives. Cause most of us for, I can say probably till probably about age 38, I was asleep in my own life. I a was, lot of us are. 
a lot of a start. And I just kind of did what I was supposed to do. I stayed busy. I was a good girl. I did what all the good girls are supposed to do. I got married. I had kids. I, you know, fulfilled my call. I did all the things that I was supposed to be doing in my, what I, all the shoulds. I was really good at doing shoulds because that's, I'm a, I'm a control freak. I'm good with lists. I'm good with programming. So I was very good at checking all the boxes and doing all the things, but I wasn't looking for myself or what I was supposed to be doing. And when I was able to wake up and realize that I created all the chaos in my life and all because I was putting so much negative energy and fear in my life, when I was able to shift that and be like, okay, I am really scared of money. I'm scared about not having enough. And that's what, guess what? Because I was focusing on that fear. Guess what kept showing up for me? Not having enough. Not enough. Yep. Not enough because that's what I was focused on. So when I shifted and was like, I have enough. I'm grateful. I have money in my bank account today. I can go buy whatever I want today. I'm not going to worry about more money coming in the future because it's not the future. <laughs> like I'm going to focus on here and now being grateful for what I have now. And when I stay in that place, things show up. Money flows. Yeah. But when I start to find myself, this is a, this is when I have a continual relationship with building is that fear of the future and fear of like, okay, I'm good right now, but like, oh, what about this? What it? Yeah. Like, like, I see this drying up. Like, I, I have to shift my back self back to like being grateful for now, and everything always works out for me. Universe loves me. Money's gonna flow when it's supposed to. It's gonna show up in divine timing. It's all good. Um, but like, we are the creator of our life, and uh, as soon as you can get to that point where you can live, um, imagination is something that we should never have given up as we grow up. Like believe in, (laughs) I mean, it was so easy for us to believe in Santa and believe in fairies and all these beautiful things. But as an adult, we question everything and we can't believe, we can't even believe in ourselves. But if we can shift to a place of belief and trust and just a knowing that everything is always working for our greatest, highest good, magic starts to happen in our lives and you, going back to transformation and magic in our lives. That's when it happens. Yeah, absolutely. It's so funny too. As soon as we like shifted into this writing and creating your own story, like you lit up completely. I can tell that this is like where you love to be. And it's because you're seeing so much transformation. Like you mentioned at the very beginning, your one of your gifts and talents is seeing that magic and that potential and gifts in other people. And You know, I just love that. And I love how you said it's just a little bit every day because you can look at your life. And if it just feels like a dumpster fire where you're like, it's not even one aspect of my life. It's literally every single section, like everything's on fire and they're just pouring more fire on it. And so it's not like, okay, I'm waking up today. I've got this dream, this visualization of what I want, but it wasn't like, and be that today. It's a little bit every single day and just leaning in, but you have to use your imagination first to get there. And so, and I loved what you said about, um, like transforming your worry and taking that, like, yeah, how cool is that? And, you know, it's just that reframing everything, like reframing, like, oh, I'm anxious. I'm a warrior. I'm this. It's like, no, you're creative. So like, where do we channel that? You know, because you're imagining these insane things that are never going to happen. Yeah. But like use that same imagination and create create a process to focus on building something that you do want. And so my warriors are my favorite ones because they are powerful. 
Oh, absolutely. And I think it's really interesting with like the words like manifesting and, um, you know, putting things out there and people kind of get like worried or turned off or don't know how to do it, but like newsflash, you're doing it already. Whether you think you're, <laughs> whether you believe it or not, you're using it in your life. Yeah. Uh, I can sit down and talk to somebody for 10, 15 minutes. And I know where their thoughts are because I can look at their life and see what they're creating. Yep. A hundred percent. So like owning how powerful you are. And sometimes if your life does feel like a dumpster fire, like that reality can be a little harsh, a little bit to be like, so you're saying I created this dumpster fire and it's like, well, yes. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, screw for me. Like that can be hard. Create this massive, powerful dumpster fire. You can create something beautiful that honors you. And that's actually what you're supposed to be creating. Absolutely. And so, you know, it is just this journey of going inward and like getting to know yourself, having an insane amount of compassion, which is like a learning curve all on its own, but how much magic, like you just said, creating this magic and can you have, when you do that, when you can stop living on autopilot, like you said, I was asleep to my life. I was just doing all the shoulds. We're getting rid of should. (laughs) So And yeah, use your imagination and like lean in and own it. And that's when, you know, we have all of these, like in February, I'm talking a lot about self-love and treating ourselves with kindness and all of this stuff. And I do think this conversation leads perfectly into that because we're all searching for that, right? Like we all want to love ourselves more. And I think a big part of that is owning all the parts of you and then leaning into the powerful you that you are and creating what you want. Cause you can do that. Yeah. And not being scared. Sometimes I think we're scared of our own power mm. because especially as women, we are told and we are taught to live small. Oh, you don't want to be too much. You don't want to be too loud. You don't want to be too sexual. You don't want to be too this. You don't want to be too that. You're, 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 you need to tamper it down. And we're scared of allowing ourselves to truly, we're not scared of not a failure, we're scared of it to success of being too much. And for shining our right, there's a, an amazing quote by Marianne Williams. And I try to remember exactly what it says, but it's basically our greatest fear is that we are powerful, that we are magnificent and allowing ourselves to step into that and truly embody that in our lives. And I think that's so much why there is that programming that we aren't good enough, that we're, we're supposed to play small because we're the world is trying to tell us not to be who we are meant to be. And I think that's Satan, that play or whatever you want to call it, dark forces, whatever that energy is that you want to believe in. I mean, it's trying to keep you out of who God made you, who he created you to be. And you're serving no one, especially not God, by not being the greatest, most beautiful version of yourself. That you are meant to be. Absolutely. And so, yeah, I mean, step into it and step into it small. Like it's easy to walk away from this conversation and feel like, oh, wow, that's a lot. (laughs) I have to do, you know, and that's not the point of this at all. The point of this is to like release those shackles from you, like your dream, you know, like let it all fall, give yourself permission to let it all fall. And if that's all you do, that's great today, you know? And, and then with the things that you mentioned, Andy, like get quiet, ask yourself questions, start brain dumping, find a journal prompt, follow Andy. Cause she's got them like, okay. you know, and it's just like, just 
start the shift like that, turn the dial just a tiny, tiny bit and, and you'll get yourself on that path of getting to the point where you love yourself. I mean, like you said, Andy, you started your weight loss journey where this self-love, you know, came in, in 2013, in case anyone out there is bad at math, that's nine years ago. (laughs) It's been a nine year cycle. Yeah. Like, so it's not as much as I would love to snap our fingers and have everything shift. That would be amazing, but you actually can snap your fingers and have it shift. You can. And I I feel like the more we lean into this, um, and just with, you know, getting into, um, kind of more of the woo woo world, um, things are speeding up and we're able to make these shifts quicker and quicker than we used to. Mm-hmm. Um, because people are more open and these things are not as taboo as they used to be. So you can start this journey and you can see changes in yourself a lot faster than we could even like, you know, 10 years, ago, you know, five, 10 years ago. So there is that working for you. And that's astro- uh, astrologically speaking. Um, so that's exciting. So there, there are actual shifts of energy on the planet that are helping and empowering you to make these changes quicker than we ever have been able to before, which is exciting. Um, but it is, it starts with just those. I always tell people, what can you do today to be 1% better? Yeah. Like if you can just continually increase and try a little bit every day to be 1% better than you were yesterday. That's all you need to do. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You'll be like in nine years, you'll be on a show talking about how to love yourself. Like you exactly an amazing journey when you let go and you just try to get a little bit better every day. Absolutely. And you know what? I love what you said too. The stars are in our favor right now. They are. They are in our favor. Really good good news for everyone. Right. Okay. Andy, where can, like, what kind of things are you offering? You say, you know, when I'm working with certain people, you've got coaching going on and stuff, where can, um, they come to find you? Uh, there's a couple of different ways that I work with clients. I have digital products where you could just buy like a guide. Um, I have some planners that are really fun. Um, I do offer customized macro plans. So they are based on, you know, you know, fill it based on your body type. And then I also do, I'm going to ask you for your date of birth and your time of birth. So I can put together some actually like some really cool, um, energetic things that will help you on your weight loss journey. So it's kind of different than anything else out there. And then also another deeper level is I do one-on-one coaching. So that's also something that I do. And that's actually where I have, I have the most fun is because I can really dive deep with people. I can get into those stories from their childhood. I can help them. One of my great, like I said, my greatest gift is seeing what you can't see in yourself. Um, so I ask questions that help you get to the answer that you're looking for. Um, and it really is a partnership. And I, if you invite me on your journey, I would love to be a part of it and help you get to that most glorious version of yourself. And that's through the one-on-one coaching process. I love it. One-on-one coaching is the best. Um, I have loved talking to you. I hope everyone enjoyed the conversation. I know they did. And I hope you all have a great day. Thanks, Andy. See you, Jess. Thank you for hanging out with me again today. I'm so glad you pressed play. If you want to take a quick second to share this episode with someone you think would love it too, 
that would be amazing. If you're loving the show, make sure you go and leave a review on iTunes. Reviews are like magic for podcasts, and your review will help get this show into the ears of more amazing women just like you. And come find me over on Instagram. I'm there at positively.jesse, and I cannot wait to hang out with you some more. So until next time, have an amazing week.